Yeah, I've always heard that breathing is good, just like in general. I yeah. heard that it's a pretty good practice to keep just like in life. Um, <laughs> it keeps you living, yeah. Yeah, um, shame I'm asthmatic, but... Um... Oh! Hello all, my name is Captain Cat 17 and I welcome you to Not An Actor. Join me as I learn about stage, voice and camera acting. As we journey, please keep in mind that I'm not a professional actor, hence the name of the podcast. We're learning together. Please welcome Nadia. Hey, Captain, oh my Captain. (laughs) My name is Nadia. How are you, everyone? Uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm a little big girl from Toronto. I don't know why I said that, but I'm from Toronto. And um, yeah, that's me. That's you. (laughs) That's it. I am. This is me. I'm <laughs> I I was so close to making I don't remember what it is. Is it Camp Rock? I don't I don't know. Anyway. Oh yes. Okay. Nadia. Yes. So that's me. <laughs> that is still me, yes. Yes. We met through a voice acting project that I'm currently hosting, but you are actually a trained stage actor would you say i i am uh, more trained than others but yes i am i uh, i trained as a as an actress on stage back in college it was a pre-university thing for me it was art and literature but the main profile was stage acting so yes i've been trained in acting on stage right so you mentioned college. Uh, did you start in college or have you been acting for uh, longer than that? Oh, I've been acting for longer than that. I, I always been interested in acting. I liked to be um, the uh, uh, the center of the attention. Sorry, uh, you know, well, I mean, in a good way, obviously. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I, I started when I was in grade six of elementary school. It was an extracurricular activity. So if I remember well, it was on Thursday evening after school, uh, I would gather with some other students from my school and uh, yeah, we would plan stage plays for the other kids and occasionally, occasionally, sorry, for, uh, you know, the whole school and their families on evening. So yeah, I started there. That that sounds like a a lot of fun. Yeah, Um, it is. So just quickly, for anyone who didn't see the introductory episode, could you go over the difference between stage, camera and voice acting? Of course. So stage acting, you need to be, you need to make yourself big. Uh, You need to project your voice. You need to project your voice so everybody up to the last row can hear you. And um, you cannot rely on your uh, facial expressions. Um, because uh, the last row will not see it. <laughs> so you really have to make yourself, I, I'm not sure how to explain it, but you have to make yourself big on stage. You have to take the stage. You have to, you know, gesticulate with your with your arms without giving the impression that you want to fly away. <laughs> I don't know if this <laughs> makes sense, but... Uh, yeah. A large stage presence. Yes, yes. Uh, as opposed to acting on camera, uh, you have lots of close-up on you, so obviously you will use 
your facial expressions, your body language, your tone, um, you know, um, your eyes, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and you don't have, I mean, obviously you have to have some presence as well. Um, but you don't have to make yourself as big as you would be on stage, right? Voice yeah. acting is a little, you know, you you have nothing but the voice. You don't have your expressions. People will not see it. You have to uh, communicate all your emotions through your voice only. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't make funny movements in the studio because sometimes that helps you bring out the voice yeah but but ultimately all the emotion all the uh, messages will come through your voice only so those are the differences thank you so yeah you <clears throat> have done stage performances in the past right yes i did are there any like particular performances you'd like to mention just quickly to see if people know them sure uh there was one that was popular because uh, obviously when when you study stage um acting you also study uh where it's coming from so uh, uh mostly it's coming from greece you know uh, ancient greece entertainment there was very big and so we did a play called lysistrata and uh, it's a comedy and <clears throat> sorry the the story is about the whole greece and the different cities uh in greece going to war and the women are sick of it the women don't see their husbands they're worrying all the time they're sick they're sick of it so all the women of all the cities in greece go into um oh i don't remember the word sorry but but basically they 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 stop having sex with their husbands <laughs> so this is where it gets you know funny because then you have all this you know the man like what the, what the heck is going on you know <laughs> our ladies don't want to be with us anymore and and of course the ladies are, have some cravings of their own and they're really they're having a hard time to maintain their um um this this idea of we have to like if if we want if they want to have sex with us we're gonna have to they're gonna have to make peace right so anyway it's it's all the funny thing about it and the other one was um part of an extracurricular activity again still in college but it was a musical play uh, the broadway um the broadway version of beauty and the beast and I didn't have, yeah, I, I didn't have a big role in it. I was the, the, the enchantress at the beginning, but it was still a lot of fun. Well, uh, any part is better than no part. Oh, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, even if you don't have like, even if you don't have a role, like sometimes you're just part of, of the cast as a, like within the group, you don't have lines necessarily. Uh, but I mean, you need those, you know, you need those groups to bring yeah. the story alive. So uh, it's everything you have, everybody, sorry, everybody has an important role. Yeah, of course. And um, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, pretend everyone's in their underwear. Yeah. Does, is that effective for you no. like, when performing <laughs> to an audience? No, no, I, I heard that a lot and I don't really understand the sense of it. Um, because I mean, even if you, 
when people say that, pretend they're in their underwear. It's it's like saying like you're afraid of the audience. So to make them less frightening, you're gonna pretend they're in their underwear or some other silly form, right? But it's not the audience that's scary. It's it's the, the knowledge that the, there's somebody who's watching you. That's the that's what's scary. Anyway, for me, it doesn't work. Um, I. Um, like even if I would try to believe that, then it would be funny to me, and then I would, you know, laugh within myself, and I, I would, and then yeah. I would realize, oh, oh, what's my line again? You know? <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, things like that are very distracting. If you're mm. focusing on the audience and pretending they're all in their underwear, you're more focused on the audience than your performance. I think. Yes, yes, and honestly, um, well, for me anyway. As soon as you get on stage, first of all, you don't see them. You you might see the first or second row, but because all the spotlights are on stage and on you, you you don't really see the audience. They're all in the dark, right? So, as soon as you start playing on stage, you soon forget that somebody is watching because you're in the zone, right? So, oh, sorry, I touched something. <laughs> yeah, so you're in the zone, so you forget that people yeah. are watching you and um yeah my uh my go-to for calming myself because i mean it's i mean obviously you need to learn your lines <laughs> how many yeah. how many times did i dream did i have a nightmare that I, I was forgetting my lines and then obviously then you know that people are watching you right uh but um if you learn your lines and you go through rehearsals and uh you're doing you'll do fine right so that this is a great help learn your lines you know <laughs> uh but my my goal to really would be just a deep breath deep breath and talking to the other students as well the other um actors you talk to them and you you know you just calm your nerves like that you just you know oh i i'm so nervous i feel like i'm gonna puke you know and they're just feeling the same. And so everybody is talking, you know, reassuring themselves, everything's going to be fine. And you have this great energy of excitement. And it's it's just, yeah, th that's my go-to, really. For me, there's... Yeah. 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 That leads perfectly on to my next question, which was going to be, how do you personally calm your nerves? Well, there you go. Yeah, breathing technique. It was... Uh, and it's uh, just doing deep, long breath helps. But uh, um, that's what I was doing before. But my coach now, uh, which is my voiceover coach, because uh, it works as well for voice acting, because it's just as nerve wracking, um, is also doing a breathing technique. But this time, when you breathe in, you breathe deep, slowly for about four seconds. Then you hold your breath for about six seconds. And then you you um, exile, uh, exhale, sorry, <laughs> exhale, exile. <laughs> you exhale for about eight seconds, and then you repeat until you feel calm, composed, and ready to go. Yeah, I've always heard that breathing is good, just like in general. I yeah. heard that it's a pretty good practice to keep, just like in life. Um, <laughs> it keeps you living. Yeah. Yeah, um, shame I'm asthmatic, but, um... Oh, okay. We'll move on to a quick game before we continue with the rest of the questions. Okay. So, this game, um, basically, I am going to say the name of a musical and 
read a synopsis of said musical, and your task is to guess if it is real or fake. Oh, okay. All right, let's try that. I had quite some fun planning this one out. I bet you did. <laughs> All right. Are you going to mix things too? Like you're just going to come up with something if, if it's a fake one or you're going to mix oh, both yeah. of them? If, like... if it's a fake one, it will be a completely fake um, synopsis. Okay. But uh, each of them will have a title and a synopsis. So you won't, I won't be just saying, this one doesn't have a synopsis. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, that sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Our first one, Dracula. It's fake. No, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just. Go ahead. Abraham Van Helsing investigates the mysterious illness of a young woman, with the help of her father and fiance. He discovers she is the victim of Count Dracula, a powerful vampire who is feeding on her blood. I will say this is true. That is correct. That is a real musical. Yeah. To to be honest, I was not sure if it was Van Helsing, but the synopsis overall felt felt right. Like because I I did I did not see the the musical, but I did see the movie from uh, what's his name, uh, Bram Stoker. Is that it? I, I wish I could help. I don't. Either. I'm sorry. I no I, I'm clue. not sure. But I did, and, and th that was the story, so I, I went with it, yeah. So I'm happy I was right. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Our next one, God of War, the musical. God of War, the musical, takes inspiration from the game series, God of War, that follows Kratos, a Spartan warrior who serves the Olympian gods. The goddess Athena tasks Kratos with killing Ares. The god of war and Kratos' former mentor, who tricked Kratos into killing his wife and wife and daughter. As Eris besieges Athens out of hatred for Athena, Kratos embarks on a quest to find the one object capable of stopping the god once and for all, Pandora's box. I'm gonna say, and it's intuition, I'm gonna say that it's fake. Uh, what, what makes you think that? Because I know God of War is a game, but I never heard that it was made into a musical. So I'm going to say that it's a fake one. It is fake. In ah! fact, God of War the musical is an individual song made by a YouTube channel called Random Encounters. Oh, so there is a musical? <laughs> uh, well, technically, yes. Not, but not professionally it's, done. It's just an individual song that more just covers the events of the game. Hmm. All right. Okay. I'm doing better than the one. first take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Our next one, Spider-Man, the musical. When nerdy teenager Peter Parker is bitten by a genetically altered spider, he discovers he has obtained super strength, web-spinning abilities, and other spider-like powers. Parker soon finds himself battling scientist-turned-villain Norman Osborn, who adopts the alter eagle of Green Goblin. As Parker's trouble begin to pile up, he looks towards Arachne, a mythical spider goddess, for inspiration. That's fake. It's real. No! It's real? It's real. Where is yes. that? I demand to know where is that. Is that like a Disney it... thing? Um. I'm not 100% sure if it was Disney, but Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark, 
was um, first performed in 2011. Wow, I did not know that. There is a musical Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I, okay. I do believe it kind of, not a lot of people liked it. Um, I think there were a few things that went not as well as they could have in the production. So a lot of people kind of blocked it from their memory. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. it was so awful that it, it, they blocked it from their memory. It's like, I, I don't recall going there. What's going on? <laughs> it's it's yeah, a Twilight okay, Zone. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, I, you just taught me something. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look. I'm curious now. How did you say it was called? Spider-Man what? Uh, Spider-Man, turn off the dark. Turn off the dark. Okay. Interesting. I'm not sure if you'll be able to find it online, but if if you can, go ahead and send me that afterwards. Okay. I'm quite, I'm quite curious. <laughs> Even the media forgot about it. Wow. Yep. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. This next one, Shrek the Musical. Mm. Shrek the Musical is the story of a hulking green ogre who, after being mor mort mocked and feared his entire life by anything that crosses his path, retreats to an ugly green swamp to exist in a happy isolation. Suddenly, a gang of, of homeless fairy tale characters raid his sanctuary, saying they've been evicted by the vertically challenged Lord Farquaad. So, Shrek stick. I cannot speak. That's fine. It happens to me too. <laughs> It happens to voice actors too, which is weird, but it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think your profession being talking, you would be able to talk? Nope. That no, it doesn't work like that apparently. <clears throat> anyway, continuing on, <laughs> Shrek stake <laughs> strikes a deal. Yep. I'll get your homes back if you give me my home back. But when Shrek and Farquaad meet. The Lord strikes a deal of his own. He'll give the fairy tale characters their homes back if Shrek rescues Princess Fiona. Shrek obliges, yet finds something appealing, something strange and different about this pretty princess. He likes her a lot, but why does she always run off when the sun sets? Hmm, that's true. It is. It, it is. is a real musical. Yeah. I did not see it, but it's exactly like the the animated yeah. movie, and it's, and I I know I yeah. know that there was a musical made with that. So, right. <clears throat> this next one, Jump Force. Jump Force brings the cast from Dragon Ball Z, Bleach, One Piece, Death Note, and Hunter x Hunter for a musical battle against Prometheus and his mind-controlled lackeys. But will their combined power be enough to stop Prometheus's takeover? That's false. Correct. Yeah. It is actually a game. Aha. Why didn't they bring Naruto in there? They should have brought Naruto. Uh, oh, yeah, Naruto is actually in there. Oh. Okay. See? <laughs> actually, yeah. wait, isn't it? Yeah, Naruto's in it. Naruto should be everywhere. Naruto Final. everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah, you're you only got one wrong so far. Yeah. I, I did. Okay, this next one. Ratatouille. Uh -huh. Ratatouille the musical follows the story of the animated movie by the same name. Remy dreams of becoming a great chef, 
Despite being a rat in a definitely rodent-phobic profession, he moves to Paris to follow his dream. And with the help of hapless garbage boy Linguini, he puts his culinary skills to the test in the kitchen, but he has to stay in hiding at the same time with hilarious consequences. Oh man, I know that story. I love it very much, but I had never heard of a um, of, of a musical. But then again, Disney makes musicals with everything, so uh, I'm gonna say yes. It's true. Correct. Ah. It is. Um, it was not produced by Disney, though. In fact, oh. it was produced by over 130 TikTok creators who banded together to create songs about the movie Ratatouille, and then it later got produ produced into an actual musical. That's interesting. That's really so, that's cool. Like all these TikTok users. Yeah. Wow. Out of all of those, you only got uh, one wrong. So wait, wait. So how did it work then? They, they, so they got together like in real life, or is just like a bunch of um, different screens playing? Now, see, I'm not one hundred percent sure because I didn't actually watch it like when it premiered. But mm. from what I know, um, like a bunch of people started just making songs and like things for the musical, and then eventually, uh it began it began like gaining money to actually produce it and i think like maybe the producers went through and like picked out a few songs picked out like and compensated the creators oh that's From awesome i read up very briefly i believe that's that really cool around what happened yeah 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 that's cool i'm gonna take it i'm gonna check it out <clears throat> Yeah, sounds all right. Yeah, I didn't even finish my sentence. <laughs> so I... back to the questions. Yeah. There's only a few more. So, the crowd to you is it a distraction? Do you use it? What What is the crowd to you? Uh, the the oh oh, what did I say last time? It was so good. <laughs> it, the uh, heart. Oh. The oh, the crowd is a heart that you have to conquer, and it's true, because you want you want to please them, you want to make them laugh, you want to make them cry. If they believe that the you know if they believe in the story that's going on in front of them, then you did your job well. Yeah, that I think is a great way of doing it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna put that sentence. That's the best sentence I've ever said in my life I'm, i think i'm gonna i'm going to um write it down on a paper and, and put it on my wall <laughs> just like a scrap piece of paper taped to your wall yeah. just like <laughs> written in pencil with hearts all over it <laughs> all around it yeah no it, it, yeah this is yeah you're, you're trying to tell a story and it's not fun to tell a story to yourself so it's better to tell the story to a crowd and ultimately you want make to believe you want them to believe in you know you want them to be able to forget that they're uh, in the audience sitting in the audience and you want them to just get in the story and forget everything else and you know just enjoy it yeah, yeah. so 
the next question I have for you is what is the best piece of advice you've received on dealing with audiences and nerves? Um, oddly enough, I can't think of any advice I've received. Uh, I learn your lines. <laughs> That's the, See, it's a really simple piece of advice, but just knowing your lines or, or even like if you can know kind of the cues you need to take and when you need to do certain things or say certain things it's just then you'll forget about the audience at least that's what i've heard from other people well and that's true uh, and i said it also before as soon as you start uh playing on stage your lines if you know them well and you rehearsed before and i mean you know everybody rehearsed before they don't throw you on the stage like that. Um, uh, you, you, and you feed of each other. You know, the, the, the actors. We feed on each other's response, and it just flows. It flows naturally. The story flows naturally. And yeah, you forget about the audience, and you're just part of a, a story. You're a different person on stage. Um. Uh, you know what, now that I think about it, yes, that would be one of the advice that I remember is that, you know, sometimes, even though you learn your lines, it will happen sometimes that uh, you do forget. You have a blank for some reason. And when that happened, if most of the time the other actors will know kind of their your lines, you know, that they will know each other's line. So, uh, not, you know, not a hundred percent, but they will know. And, um, so those actors, when they see one of their peers on stage having trouble like that, they can come up, improvise with something to, um, to bring back, you know, the, the line or the attention to that, that actor. For instance, I remember while playing, um, Beauty and the Beast, there is a, You've seen the movie, right? <laughs> uh, I haven't. Oh, you did not. Oh. But um, okay. that's mainly just because, uh, like, I know the basic premise. Right. Just I, I've never really, until recently, actually had access to like oh, movies like that. Okay, okay. Well, to be fair, this is a pretty old, old movie as well. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's fair. Um, well, there is a part towards the end before the the town goes into a fury and wants to kill the beast Belle is in the middle of it all and she's trying to tell them that the beast is not a bad beast she, it's not a bad person the beast is a very good gentle soul and um, she, she was supposed to say I'll prove it to you and you know get the mirror out because the beast before she went out to town he gave her this mirror and he was saying every time you want to remember me look look in the mirror and you're going to see me and what i'm doing and you know so basically he gave her a way to spy on him <laughs> <laughs> so she says she's supposed she was supposed to say i'm going to prove it to you and at that particular time she had a blank right and one of uh, because she was telling them well she was telling the the town no, he's he's a gentle beast. He's not a monster, right? And then she had the blank, and one of the townspeople improvised, and that that lady said, "Well, prove it, right?" 
and said and then she yeah. answers i will and then she she showed the mirror right so this is this is a, a a way when it's possible it's awesome because the crowd has no idea what just happened you know the audience has no idea yeah. that one of one of us you know forgot forgot the line and um but sometimes that's difficult to do um and i think i told you once as well there was this this other play that i mentioned lizzie strada this guy um uh, forgot his line too but we couldn't think of anything to say to him that that would remind him of his line so the only thing he could do was just um um calm down and you know tell himself well what the heck i'm just gonna go to the line that i remember right so he stepped um he he not stepped uh, what's the word he skipped sorry he skipped a few yeah. lines and then started from there and that was it right we don't when things like this happen you cannot just linger on it and and grow even more um distressed you have to just move on to something else and say oh well you know <laughs> yeah you have no choice right yeah i don't think the audience will really notice that you've forgotten or you've messed up unless you make it abundantly clear yeah and that's i mean the more you wait to tell to say any lines the more they will notice that something is wrong yeah and the more you become distressed and the more you become in that state like the more you panic you're not going to remember your lines so you, yeah it's you yeah. really have to like compose yourself the best you can to yes. keep going and yes. like if your castmates can help you they'll do everything they um they can exactly to, like help you remember yes yes it's yeah it's a it's a thing <clears throat> and i think that's a great thing about being in a like a close group of like actors who were all kind of in the same position they all know hey any one of us could forget our line so yes. we're gonna try our best to help each other yes exactly and it's just you know it's uh it, it's it's gonna seem a little counter counterintuitive but if you tell yourself let's just not worry about it you know before the play begins um I don't want to I don't want to say uh we don't have to be perfect because you know like it, the audience is there they paid they paid for their tickets <laughs> right yeah so they want to they I mean they're allowed to have a great performance right but if if in your mind you you take it too seriously then you're you're going to you're going to put yourself in a state that that you're going to be um I mean it could happen you know if, yeah. if you're going to stress yourself with it you're going to you're going to um fix your sorry my i'm i have a hard time explaining myself you you're you're going to uh put yourself in a position that you're going to uh, forget your lines you know because you're too stressed about it basically that's what i mean so you you need to relax yeah so if you go like there and know that you're going to have you know let's just have a good time let's just have fun this is why it's called a play because you're going to play <laughs> you know let's go out and play on the stage yeah that's my take and, on it and going back just to what you said that nobody's perfect and mm. people like any audience do know that sometimes things do happen that's true so, yeah 
some people will get a bit annoyed, but they'll realize in like five minutes it was nothing. We've moved on. It was just like people forget things. That's right. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. <clears throat> I think if if I um, I mean if myself I would be in an audience and my daughter would be playing. This is just something I just thought about right now. I think I would be probably more nervous for my daughter than I would be <laughs> than she would be on stage. Yeah. Because I know that these things happen, and and it feels it feels really bad. On that moment, it feels really bad. When this happened, you're thinking, "Oh, I messed up. Now the the play is ruined. You know, I messed it up for my my co um, my co actors." And but don't don't go there. Don't even go there. Just you know, just keep going on. Just like those skaters, you know, these um, figure skating. When they fall uh, down, yeah. they have to get up. Get up right now. Get up and keep going. Yeah. Right? Same thing. And while we're on like the crowd and you know being in the crowd, um, have you ever experienced or been in a production that has directly involved the crowd? Yes. Yes. Uh, not in my my experience. Uh, I, I the plays that I, that we were doing, we did not involve the crowd. But I went to this musical of the Lord of the Rings years ago, and. As the people, the audience were, you know, going down to take their seat before the play started, you already were in this world, uh, you know, the token world. Yeah. And you had the, you know, like the the music playing a little bit of the Shire, right? And you have these little fireflies flying over everywhere, everywhere in the audience, on stage in the audience. I don't know what they were made of but they were fireflies you know <laughs> yeah. and they were they were, they were really fireflies. yes yeah I, I, they really looked like it you know uh obviously we were not able to get so close to them that we would see what they were um anyway it, it was magical so you had these fireflies going around and as the people were taking their seat you had mary and pippin going around you know, from row to row, jumping over rows, trying to catch those fireflies. They would, they would catch one and put it in the in a jar, <laughs> literally, put it in the jar, and then you would see them, you know, flying in the jar, right? And this yeah. would become um, because this the first scene is for Bilbo Baggins' birthday. It's evening, and the way they were lighting the scene was with these jars of fireflies. So it was really neat. So you had them, you know, go from seat to seat, from row to row, <laughs> trying to catch these fireflies. Once in a while, they would gather both together and they would, you know, point somewhere and laugh and, you know, and then people would be coming in and they would kind of go in between them and say, oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. You know, and, and it was yeah. it was funny. It was neat and funny. And it was really special. Like right away, you felt like not only you were part of the audience, but you were part of you know, these actors, Mary and Pippin are acknowledged me. Uh, bleh. I can't speak either. <laughs> <laughs> they were acknowledging me. Uh, um, acknowledging me. I. What's the word? Uh, you were acknowledged <laughs> by them. You were involved in the world. I think, yes, I'm sorry. My, I, yeah. I, I, I am French Canadian and sometimes I cannot speak English. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> I speak English and sometimes I can't speak English. So oh okay well i'm i'm not alone i'm thank you 
Um, you're making me feel better. So anyway, but yeah, so th that was that was the thing. And it was neat. It was funny. And I wish that all the plays would be like that. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a fun experience yeah. to uh, be involved in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was neat. It was very neat. Well, uh, that's it for all my questions. But um, if you want to like give a little shout out to any social medias, any projects you're doing, any just anything like that, uh, now's your chance, I guess. Sure. Uh, yes, you can. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at um, Nadia Giot. How does it go again, Nadia Giot? <laughs> at Nadia Giot, something like that. I'm very bad. Like I don't, I don't search myself very often. <laughs> uh, let me uh, just pull up Twitter here and see. I, I believe I'm following you. Look, I promise. When I become a professional, I, I will know <laughs> these things. All right, <laughs> I will know these things. Uh, I also have Instagram, and my Instagram name is Nadia underscore S underscore Voices, and that's it. And my Twitter account is go ahead and, and edit this thing after because I feel silly. <laughs> my Twitter account is and it's gonna be so simple. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find it here. I can uh it's it's gonna be so simple. Oh, oh, it's not actually I changed it. And I forgot about it because that's what I do. I change things and I forget about it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so it's Nadia. So it's, you know, yeah, uh, Nadia with a capital N at the beginning and then it's capital V O and then lowercase I C E S. So Nadia voices at Guillot Nadia. Think of guillotine. Yeah. You cut out a little bit there, but we were still able to get the, uh, like the uh, oh. actual. So it's okay. Okay, and uh, I have a Discord account as well, uh, Nadia GQ. Yeah, got lots of last names going on. <laughs> and I did, yeah, I did a few gigs. Uh, you can uh, hear me in, um, if you go on YouTube, you look for Tarragon, T-A-R-R-A-G-O-N, produced by Carly Lucas. Uh, it's a trilogy, um, it's a book trilogy and um it's about dragons you cannot go wrong with dragons i like dragons yeah and uh, i come late though i'm i'm coming in the i come in the, the third book i am a mage Ooh. doing some magical stuff um and following you know protagonists around <clears throat> yeah it's uh, cool. yeah i'm also a dragon in in the first book but it's a very small part this you can also uh, obviously you know you, you can uh, hear me as well as flip in um <laughs> the hacksaw hacksaw <laughs> the hacksaw and uh i have kids i'm tired okay uh, <laughs> and also another fun one is um the seven deadly sin oh hang on a second I haven't got that one for a while. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's all good. Hang on, hang on. <clears throat> it's right there. Oh, 
the seven deadly sins, uh, seven deadly sins in a nutshell. Uh, the second one, that's on YouTube as well. Great. Yeah, the producer is Thunder Muffin. Check it out. He's got lots of. Uh, he he did like uh, a JoJo JoJo Abridge as uh, well. Yeah, as well. I, I believe I've seen a few of their in and yeah. videos. He's got lots of followers. He's pretty good. He's 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 got very clever ideas, you know, in, in rearranging. Um, just follow him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these are, you know, I, I I got some others, very small. These are the main the mains that I'm proud of. All right. So. Yeah. Uh, Everyone, go uh, support Nadia. If you want to support the podcast, go to my.bio slash not an actor. And if you want to support me directly, go to my.bio slash captaincat017. Thank you for listening to this episode. And hopefully you'll join me in the next one. Thanks for having me, Captain. Of course.